Welcome to the Nobody Guide to Life, where we provide tips and tools for personal growth, personal development, and your spiritual journey that you can use right now in your everyday life. I'm J.A. Plosker. You can always find out more at thenobodyguidetolife.com and on our YouTube channel, The Nobody Guide to Life. Thank you for joining us. Getting healthy, being a better person, living a life of fulfillment. These are noble goals and ones that so many of us on the road of personal and spiritual growth have in common. And usually these goals come with a story, a narrative that tells our journey maybe through through illness or adversity and how we got to this place right here, right now. This place where we want something different, something positive, something powerful. And if we're lucky, we find people along the way who not only want that change in themselves, but have dedicated their lives to help others along the way. Today's guest lives that mission. When Ina Mohan's parents faced the struggle with cancer, she found a passion for service to others, for health, for happiness. Leaving behind a corporate career that included certification as a chef and hotel restaurant expert and an international experience as a hotel technology executive and large project manager for large casinos, Ina became what she calls an entrepreneur with a cause. She created Belsandia.com, a guide to healthy living and a resource for dealing with disease and distress naturally, and then created the Health, Healing, and Happiness Expo in Las Vegas, which hosts over a thousand attendees and provides a positive vibration to change lives. Ina now works in the holistic wellness field with a focus on a plant-based lifestyle and the power of thoughts and emotions. And she's been featured on radio and TV and was honored as a finalist in the Education for the Women of Distinction Award. And she's here to tell us more. Welcome to the show, Ina. Well, thank you so much, J.A. I'm so honored to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, it's wonderful. You know, it sounds like your journey and, and like and I think so many people's journeys, which is what really resonated with your story. Your journey was prompted by a family experience with health struggles. Right. And I think that's really something that if we're going along in our lives, that's something that really snaps us back into the here and now. Can you tell us a little bit about the path you took from the corporate world to the holistic lifestyle and, and how that background with health struggles kind of informed that for you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, um, I have a saying that is people usually do make major changes in their lives only for two things. It's either inspiration or desperation. Mm. That's usually the two things that drive us into taking major steps. Nothing beyond that is powerful enough. And of course, for me, it was uh, some sort of desperation, which is often the trigger for people to look at things more closely and decide that they have to turn around at least 90 or 180 degrees into another direction. So as you mentioned already, thanks for the phenomenal intro. I was a high-flying executive in the uh, corporate hotel software world, and uh, I had come from Germany over to the US and Las Vegas, and I was involved with with a win resorts opening, very precise. stages and I was extremely busy and back home in Germany um, in 2004 my parents literally got diagnosed with cancer around the same time. I'm an only child so I had been flying back and forth every couple of months just to be with my parents. My mom developed breast cancer out of nowhere. We could never even find the main tumor. They could never track it down. But at the time she went to the hospitals, it was so far metastasized and spread that they literally told her, you have 18 months to live. And she followed precisely suit to what the doctors told her. Mm. 
So we just went back and forth, my dad and I, helping her through this through this dramatic journey. And I got so disillusioned, J.A., with what conventional medicine could not do for my mom. And shortly after, my dad got diagnosed with colon cancer. Uh -huh. So they literally took turns in the hospitals. And I knew nothing about healing with nutrition or using alternative non-toxic means to help even for treatment, because you can do that too, you can alleviate some of the bad side effects of the treatments. I knew absolutely nothing. I was a happy camper, certified chef originally, cooking, eating meats, potatoes, big creamy nice. sauces, fatty things. And I never myself luckily had health or weight issues. So that came as a major shock. And of course, it didn't put, the, put one and one together until my mom passed away. And then it was so devastating because she was my best friend for so long that I started researching. And then once you open that that beautiful box of opportunities and you start reading on natural solutions, plants, what pla how powerful plants are. They are the base of all medications to begin with, but how much more powerful they are in the natural state where they are non-toxic and not invasive. And you can literally address probably almost 90% of all the de delibidating disease and, and fatal illness that we face in our Western society, for sure, just by going that path. And I became very passionate about trying it out myself. So I adopted a vegetarian diet. And my husband had already been vegetarian. So that was very easy. Right. And but then making the connection between dairy products and uh, hormone-induced cancer a little while later, again, through education and reading and uh, studying myself, I started also skipping dairy product and went completely animal-free, 100% plant-based uh, about 10 years ago in 2009. Wow. And, you know, knowing and learning so much... I was still in the corporate world at that time, J.A., but I became passionate because I thought there are so many other people that are going down the same road that are desperate. They either affected themselves with the diagnosis or they have loved ones going through the misery of diagnosis and treatment. And by the way, treatment is often way more miserable than the disease itself. Um, and they have so many options to get over this and through this and over this naturally without having to suffer. So it became a, such a passion that I decided in 2009, I had to give up my well-paid corporate job and start something completely on my own. And then Belsandia was born a healthy uh, lifestyle guide to more healthy and natural living uh, based on a plant-based diet. And that was only the beginning. It was an online resource at the time, just having hundreds of recipes and tips and good facts about uh, what diet can do. And, you know, as life progresses, you start learning other things. So I started doing healthening and happiness for the first time in 2012 to also help the local community in Las Vegas to come and try what it means to live this way. Because it's one thing to learn about it on paper or online. It's a very different ball game. If you go and do and eat and feel, you know, you immerse yourself into this world and you learn how you can bring it into your life without depriving yourself, still having the quality. So it became my passion and it has been that for, um, yeah, exactly 10 years now. I've never looked back. 
Well, before we get into that health, healing, and happiness, because I know that's so much a part now yeah. of your, your life. That's, that's what you've turned your life to. Can you take us back and talk to us a little bit about what is a holistic lifestyle? Mm-hmm. What does that phrase mean to you? Because you mm-hmm. said something so interesting back there. You said, once I started opening that box, <laughs> you know, so a family member of mine once said when I was starting this journey over 20 years ago, they said to me, are you sure you want to open that door? Are you <laughs> sure you want to ring that bell? Because you can't unopen or unring. Yeah. And what something you said really hit me. Can you tell us about all the things that you discovered about what a holistic lifestyle is that just sucked you in? Mm-hmm. You know, it's a progression. And I want to I wanna just say up front, being plant-based or being vegan, I consider myself a vegan because I also have a very strong ethical component of my chosen lifestyle. It is a personal journey. So I'm not sure that we can give a Webster dictionary kind of right. de- definition of what holistic means. I think healthy and holistic are defined by a lot of different things. But first of all, you need to have a trigger point that speaks your language, that makes you go through the change that is necessary to be a better version of yourself or a better version for your family, whatever you want to accomplish. Holistic for me means to be as whole body, mind, spirit encompassing as you can be. Because, you know, a vegan or plant-based diet, if we just look at the nutrition aspect of it, is a beautiful start. And that's how I started 10 years ago. I started with the food because it's powerful. You know, you're feeding your body temple with great, great high vibrational energy of the natural, non-toxic, organic fruits and vegetables, your cells are responding to that. It's magical. I would love nice. to share a little bit more about that in a minute because it's just so amazing. But it's not all there is. If your mindset is still in the realm of fear and deprivation and worry, etc., it would never be a possibility to really heal and be holistic because you cannot come from a fear perspective and expect things to turn around. And uh, perhaps we keep that for sharing uh, my tip because this is pretty intense and I want to make sure people can take that away today. Um, Holistic means to try and be more natural, more compassionate, more mindful, more aware about everything you do. And it starts with what you're putting into your temple, what you're putting on your body. Because, for example, skincare and body care products are very often overlooked for their toxic remedies and uh, destructive nature because they're just not uh, regulated very well. You look at how your environment is, is based. What are you surrounding yourself with? The people, the animals, the characters, the energy that you are surrounding yourself with. Um, and even if you can't change a non-serving environment, you can do your part with trying to affect it better by just starting to change from the inside out because you are creating, let's say you put more plant-rich power into your body, your cells are being happier, you start feeling, you get a better mood, um, you are feeling more energized, you want to move, you want to jump, you want to skip, you can stay up longer, you feel more love in your heart because your whole cellular structure is changing. And that healing vibration should continue outwards to other parts of your life. 
Um, so I think this is what I would define holistic. I, le- I believe it needs to start from inside out, if that makes any sense. Right. You know? Right. And Ina, I don't want listeners or anyone out there to ever believe, because I think sometimes there's a perception that if we can't, if we can't go all the way with something, we don't want to start it. Someday yeah. when I can go plant-based, someday when I can <laughs> you know, be out, move on to another job. And I think what you're saying is so important. And it's a message that we hear on this show over and over and over. Start here. So mm-hmm. even if you can't change your job right now, or even if you can't change, you have a toddler, like I, you can't change your sleep schedule. Mm-hmm. You can add things in. You can eat a little better on, you know, skip dessert. You can meditate for five minutes. Mm-hmm. You can start the process of connecting the dots of a holistic lifestyle by starting with simple things that you can do right here, right now. I mean, would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. It's a, it's a process. It doesn't, you just flip on or off a light switch. Uh, for most people, it doesn't happen that way. It's not all in or all out. And there should never be a discouragement because one little step is the beginning of a long, long journey, right? right. Um, so you you have to do the little steps and you start feeling the impact and you will be encouraged and motivated to do more. The people around you will start seeing your results and your change and they will become interested. Um, they may be a little negative because change is never <laughs> comfortable. It's scary. <laughs> uh, so a little stubbornness and perseverance is also a good thing to have, you know, to not let yourself be brought off your path. But little by little is the key to mastery and uh, don't get deterred if it's not working out full time. It is, you know, you discover something new every day. There's not a day, J.A., that I'm not learning something new, which, by the way, I feel is a big part of becoming more happy and holistic to constantly be learning and always be open minded and question things, you know, look at perspectives, different opinions and look at multiple different options to do things because you will then become so content with knowing the options you have for reversing what else you the the options that uh, you have for reversing your stress and getting into a happier state no matter what the outside world looks like it's really in your own perception if there is if you're happy or not to begin with it does take courage. It, it does mm-hmm. take a little bit of courage to make a step. You know, when you open up your fridge, sometimes it, you know, let's say you went to a lecture or somebody watched one of your videos or, or met you and you talked to them about this and then you go home and you open up your cupboards in your fridge and you see all the food. And this <laughs> happened to me. I made a change. My wife and I have been making some changes around here that are having massive impacts, uh-huh. but we opened up our cupboards and we looked at the white flowers we had or the dairy products we had. And it's daunting. Because mm-hmm. these things have become, you know, I'm going to be a little fanciful here, but they become in essence a part of your family. Mm-hmm. You've developed a relationship with food in some ways that's more intimate than you've developed with some family members. Oh, and course. it's mm-hmm. really hard to make those changes. Yep. And I, I can't even imagine what it was like for you 10 years ago on the heels of such, you know, devastating family experiences, how that was for you to make that switch. 
Mm-hmm. Well, it was, I will be very honest and upfront, it was fear-based. Um, right. It's not something that I do recommend. The, the fact with food is that most of us eat because we're programmed to eat certain things. And it starts in the womb. It doesn't even start after mm-hmm. birth, right? We already nourished what, what a mom has been consuming. And some things are already predisposed. Nowadays, it's very scary as to what newborns already are predisposed with. Um, so... And then, you know, we're just watching as young infants. We are, don't, we don't judge, we just watch, we copy. We do everything that our environment is doing. We're sucking it all in. And, of course, we never made the, uh, we never connected the dots. I was cooking French-Swiss cuisine as a chef in a beautiful high-class uh, um, hotel uh, restaurant in Germany. And it was tasty because as chefs you learn to make food tasty not necessarily nourishing your body (laughs) which is not mutually exclusive by the way you can do both you can have it both and i'm proving it um but the fear-based move is very powerful because most of us eat to nourish the soul we don't eat to nourish our uh, our body, our, our our desires, you know, our wanting to be healthy and happier. We literally eat to prevent. So if you're putting something healthy in your body, which is supposed to be good for you, but you're coming at it with a mindset of having, being afraid of cancer or afraid of diabetes, and that's why you're doing that. It's a very negative emotion. And that is, in essence, almost canceling out the good effect. Um, You can put a lot of green juice in your body, but if you are fearful while doing it, or if you don't embrace it as nourishing, happy, beautifully healing, and having the emotion along with what you are consuming, what you are ingesting, then the, um, the, the power of the energy of your emotion is really playing tricks on what you absorb, what you digest, what your body gets in. Right. You're almost negating the effect. So I came out of fear and I learned very fast that it didn't work. So I skipped dairy products, I skipped uh, animal products, and it was making me feel better. But I had to switch my mindset to really feel completely on top of my game. So by greening, greening, greening the diet more and more and more, I'm probably as clean as it gets with raw foods and so forth. Uh, and then I felt guilty every time I ate something not so good. Right. And then I learned, J.A., you know what? You got to allow yourself these little indulgences. Right. Not, you know, you're not going to do any harm as long as you embrace it fully and thank, thank the beauty of bound, the bounty that you have. Indulge. And tell yourselves you get a little treat and you are absorbing it fully. The sugar is not going to last and it's all continuing beautifully ever after. The, the, the energy we put into everything, the emotion and the thoughts we have about food are so important. And it's also subconscious, which is why we're eating all the, excuse my French, crap, because this is what we see in our environment. It's peer pressure, you know, it's advertising, it's what the family is. You're you're sitting over dinner because that's the getting together time and the foods, the smells, uh, you know, and the tastes are not because you want to eat it. It's what ma- what it makes you remember what you associated with. And that's what we need to overcome. Your passion is obvious. And I the positivity around it, you don't speak about this holistic lifestyle as something technical. 
as a technical <laughs> manual to be followed. And I, I get the feeling, I know you have health, healing, and happiness now. That's where you've turned this positivity towards. And I know I've done some some research into that and, and, and heard you talk about this health, healing, and happiness. Can you take us into that endeavor and talk to us about how you now channel that idea of good energy and positivity and good emotions mm-hmm. into health, healing, and happiness and bring that to people? Right. Well, thank you, Jay. Yes, it was conceived uh, by me in 2012, uh, exactly eight years ago. And I wanted to just bring our lifestyle resources to a more local community. So to make, to make sure people can also immerse themselves into a world of what we always want. All of us pretty much would want better health or perfect health well nothing's ever perfect but you know <laughs> as great as it gets to you know to have uh, the thriving energy and longevity we may want to heal from uh, something either physical or emotional or and of course there's nothing uh, there's probably nobody that I know who wouldn't want to have more happiness and want to learn how to in, embrace more happiness. And that's why holistic is absolutely everything. It's mind, body, spirit. And there's multiple components. So when we talk about health in the concept of this event is we're bringing in expert in holistic nutrition, alternative medicine, healing movements, natural health solutions. So everything that the physical part of you might like to discover, explore, try out um, to heal the more physical part of you. And food, of course, is a very good first step in that direction because you can literally prevent and reverse almost any and everything. The healing part, it's where it's getting a little more complex and a little deeper because that is the subconscious part. It's where our emotions and our thoughts are often negating our desires and are playing tricks. You know, when we tell ourselves we want to be healthy, healthy, or we are manifesting something like I'm going to, I'm doing this and this and this. And did the whisper within says you're kidding yourself. You've never been able to do that subconsciously. You kind of doubt what you're trying to tell you. So with the healing, we discover options and conscious lifestyle choices to really restore well-being from the inside out and i'm we're going very deep into energy healing anything that has to do with overcoming our subconscious programming which is scary it's a little bit non-tangible and that is why it's more important because people don't realize that that is how they are jeopardizing their own healing path and their uh, their desires and then of course the happiness comes with creating you know mindfulness practice to be able to embrace life from a different perspective quality relationships are absolute in the center of happiness and connecting with people outside the virtual world making real life connections giving people hugs finding like-minded community which is why i love a live event and of course it's a whole weekend affair and it's always embraced with beautiful food from restaurants from chefs that really understand the power of nutrition, whole foods, plant-based nutrition. You have entertainment, you have movement, you have exhibitors. It's literally like a big festival for all the six senses. And that's what I want health, healing and happiness to be. Come in, no matter your diet. No, it doesn't matter if you're vegan or non-vegan, if you eat a steak every day, if you're healthy or not. We are very welcoming and open, and which is important for me. It's not judgmental. You're looking and seeking 
you may come in a little skeptical, a little bit scared as to what you might find. But I, my perfect happy moment is to see the glowing faces walking out of the door at the right. end of the day uh, of the conference room or of the expo hall. And I say, and I hear people say, wow, I had no idea this is possible. Oh my God, I learned so much. Oh my God, I tried this food. It's amazing. And that's why I termed, um, I created a term called outcrowding JA. So whatever good you find at an event like Healthening and Happiness needs to become so much more a habit that you will want to embrace because right. you like it so that you're automatically outcrowding your bad habits. May it be the food stuff or anything that is mentally happening that you don't, that is not serving you. So that's the gist of the event, if you will. <laughs> wow. I love that. I love that. I, I love that you've poured everything that you've learned not only into an event, but that you're giving other people space to not only experience it, but to give other people that experience, uh, you know, you, on, on your demonstration stages and everything. I, yeah. I, it just sounds like it's like you said, a festival, a carnival um, where people can explore without judgment and just enjoy and have fun. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, uh, at that weekend, we, uh, we're coming back June 1st and 2nd, and you will be part of it. I'm very, very happy to say. <laughs> I to will be. You. I will be speaking there. Thank you, Ina, for the invitation. I'll be speaking Absolutely. on mindfulness. Yes, I'm so happy because you are you have amazing um, content to share with the world. I'm so proud to have you on our healthy inspiration stage, which is one of the three stages, the healthy inspirations program is where all the hotshots are. That's yourself, uh, Shangela, Dr. Gabriel Cousins, uh, for example, who is a legend in using uh, plant-based food to reverse diabetes and other diseases for over 40 years. He's quite well known. And we have 13, no, sorry, we have about 18 or more amazing experts and teachers, including yourself, J.A., on the healthy inspiration stage. And then we have chef demos in the expo hall and additional presentations by, uh, by exhibitors that are educational in nature as well. So you can learn and eat and taste and discover and and rejoice, meet people. I just love to watch. If I wouldn't be producing it, I would just like to sit back and watch. <laughs> well, I, it's, it, it sounds incredible. And what better location than Las Vegas? You know, the, the warmth, the, you know, the, the vitality, I, it's, it's amazing. So, Ina, based on all of this and all your life experience, what's a tip or tool that you can give us to help us on our journeys of personal and spiritual growth? What can we do right now? Yes. So I think um, to just wrap up a little bit of what we are saying, because a lot of people are going wrongly about their intentions and manifestations because they are not completely connected with what they're intending for their lives. And I, I'm going to use a real world example, how that worked for me. Um, we were changing venues um, from uh, for the uh, for the expo. After the third year, we had outgrown our original venue and we had to move into a hotel casino. A gorgeous place, a very good relationship, but it would triple my investment for mm. the expo. And I had to completely divorce myself from mulling over how to, how to, how to, how to do it every single day, right. which is what we programmed that in the Western world, 
we always want to see exactly how to get there. You know, we're analytical, we are methodical, we are going textbook step by step, and I'm coming from the computer world, so right. it's really something ingrained. And I needed to divorce myself completely from the how-to and just focus on the outcome. And that is a tip that I've uh, followed myself successfully over and over, and it works with every part of your life where you focus your intention deeply just on the visualized desired outcome. But the key here is emotion needs to be attached to the visualization. So if you tell yourself, I'm going to be successful, I'm going to be hungry, uh, sorry, hungry, yes. <laughs> Maybe hungry and healthy, you better be hungry when you come to this event because there's a lot of good food. But let's say you want to manifest, I am healthy, I am successful, I am wealthy, I attract the right things. You can do this monotonously all day long, but if you are not feeling it, and if you don't have such strong emotions connected to what you are intending or manifesting, inclusive the visualization in your mind and the strong emotion. So it's more important to feel your outcome that you desire to have than to say it and to think it. So thoughts are overrated. I mean, they have a lot of impact, but the emotions is where the kicker comes in. And if you can marry these up, your thoughts and your emotions together for manifesting, for intending, for uh, purposefully visualizing whatever you wish to accomplish, that is where the magic happens. And this is where a lot of people go wrong by just talking, you know, re reaffirming, reaffirming, intentions, affirmations, manifestations do not work unless you are really getting into the state where you shed all of the doubt and the fear that your thinking mind brings in consciously and subconsciously all the time without noticing you. So it's a bit of a repetitive learning process. You need to get into that zone where you can just feel so overwhelmingly excited, feel this vibration going through your body, feel the jitters, feel the heat coming through you feel the excitement when you think of what you're gonna have or what no no what you're gonna have what you have right now what you are right now and that's how it's gonna work i was able to create the most successful event in that scary growth year that we ever had wow. um by completely not thinking of how it's going to happen because once i was able to raise the vibrations into the energy of it being there um, I was able to attract parts, uh, components, partners, associates, people that I didn't know existed. Right. You right. know, and I love how you marry the ideas of mindfulness and manifesting about creating a clear space that you can then fill with positivity. And I think that's one of the values of a mindfulness practice. Now, you know, some people may disagree with me, but at least the way I've used it in my life, for, you know, for over 20 years. Creating a space of awareness in my day shows me where I am undermining myself and sabotaging mm -hmm. myself. And I don't judge myself harshly for it. I simply make a shift. I simply make an adjustment. So I, your tip is priceless because it goes beyond being a tip. Mm -hmm. that, is a method, that is a method for life. It is a method that you can apply right over the life you have 
And, you know, the name of my talk is start here. And that's why right now in this moment, by applying your tool, we can lay that over whatever's happening right now and start to make a shift in how we think. So I love that tip, Ina. Thank you. It's priceless. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad it connects. <laughs> and that brings us to the end of this episode of the Nobody Guide to Life. Ina, thank you so much for being on the show and for taking the time. I really appreciate it. My utmost pleasure. Thank you so much, J.A., for having me. And we look forward to having you on our Health and Happiness stage, June 1st and 2nd. <laughs> I cannot wait. I just cannot wait. And, and thank you for the invitation. I want to remind our listeners, anything can be an impetus to live a more fulfilling life. Sometimes it's an illness we suffer from, or maybe someone we love is suffering. Maybe we grow tired of being tired, or we want to approach each day and each person we meet with a more positive outlook or message. Whatever it is for you, don't be afraid to research, to look, to explore, to try new things. Reach out to those who are on the path and want to help. People like Ina do what they do because they want to help you improve and live a more fulfilling life. Find out what they can teach you and find the courage to explore. You can find out more about Ina Mohan and health, healing, and happiness at health-healing-happiness.com or hhhlv.events. The 2019 Expo in Las Vegas will be June 1st and 2nd at the Enclave. I'll be speaking there on mindfulness, and I know Ina would love to meet you. I would too. The link will be in our show notes. And you can always check out more episodes at thenobodyguidetolife.com or find videos and episodes of the show on YouTube at The Nobody Guide to Life. Reach out to us on Twitter and Facebook at Nobody's View or on Instagram at J.A. Plosker. Or join our Facebook community, Simple Spirituality. If you liked what you heard on this episode, please consider sharing it with someone you know. Keep practicing and have a good week.